Good morning, Bucknutters. It is Friday, February 19th, 2021. I am Dan Rubin. This is the Bucknuts Morning 5 and Change. My final day in Dave Biddle's stead. Let's hope he is fully vacationed and fully relaxed by the time he comes back. Got a little different show for you today. Going to be joined in just a minute by Mark Porter, our most recent addition to the staff, the guru of Scouting Ohio and the premier voice on Ohio prospects. We're going to get you up to speed on everything Mark has done for us. But first, let's welcome him in. Mark Porter, how goes it on a Friday? Going great. Thanks for having me, Dan. Can't wait to get this thing going. Give the people a little update on your secondary hobby, which is running from the cops on a snowmobile. Yeah, and, uh, this time of the year, you get to blow off some steam if you're me after you've driven like 12,000 miles and went to about 100 different teams. Then you watch 3,000 guys on video. If you don't get out of your desk and go have some fun, uh, you're not doing it right. So, yeah, that's my process right now. Just finished up a big year of scouting. Uh, the reports are done. The rankings are done. And now it's time to, you know, get the Bucknutters involved. At some point in time, we will release, possibly when the Statue of Limitations runs out, we will release Mark's snowmobiling video in Youngstown late at night with nobody else around, and it will freak your ass out. Anyway, let's get to Mark's real specialty, which is football players. Yesterday, Luke Montgomery, class of 2023 in Finley, Ohio, received an offer. Today, Bill Kerlick, the dean of Ohio State recruiting, has put in a crystal ball pick for Montgomery to land at Ohio State. That pretty much means Luke Montgomery is going to be a Buckeye. Tell the people all about Luke and in a way kind of describe what you do as you do it. You know, that's a good story about Luke. Uh, last year during the season, I started hearing about a freshman that was starting for Finley. And of course, that, that's my job to go check him out. And I got to see him against Toledo Central Catholic. because I want to see him against a quality opponent. And he stood out. He was definitely the man amongst boys on the field and uh, shortly after that, you saw a few of the Mac offers come in. And, you know, you saw the the spark. Uh, this year, you go to see him, and he's playing defensive line, and he's a different human. He's coming off the ball harder. He's starting to look like he's been in a weight room. Uh, he's obviously ahead of his age for the grade. And now you see his film after the season, and then you see the explosion, and you see why the Buckeyes offered. Uh, he looks a little quicker than Brennan Vernon, the other uh, 2023 out of kid out of Mentor Ohio State's offered. But I think Luke's going to be on the defensive line. I wouldn't be surprised if he was a defensive tackle, you know, not a defensive end. And I don't even think it would shock me as if he had to play offensive line, he had to flip over there. But right now, a uh, nice uh, offer for the Buckeyes early in the state. Mark is the man when it comes to unearthing talent. He's working on a project for us going forward here in the offseason. Give the people a little understanding of the project you're doing. And it's kind of in a way the way Ohio State looks for in-state talent. Yeah, what you got to do is you got to build what's called a board. You know, Ohio State has what's called their big board. It's hanging in their office, and that's what I do. I try to rank every player by position, and the first thing you have to do is identify the player in a camp or a game, and that gives you the visual on him. That gives you his actual height and weight. Like where I see Luke Montgomery is listed at 6'5", I had him closer to 6'3 in person. Okay, so stuff like that is, you know, more important. It doesn't matter that he's not 6'5". But what these kids list themselves as sometimes isn't always the truth. Uh, then once you see them in person, you got to wait till after the season and, and see what you see on tape. So I'll sit here and I'll, uh, in the class of 22, there were 175 quarterbacks. I'll watch every single one, one by one, looking for the little finite differences or the little detailed differences to give these college coaches a great ranking. 
And then, of course, once the rankings are done, it goes out to the college programs, about 80 college programs, whether it's Ivy League, D2, the Big Ten, SEC. They're all using the package now. Uh, they get the rankings. And hopefully when I send that report out, there's uh, a bunch of guys they've never heard of, never seen. And I've already got these guys vetted for the coaches. I already have them uh, ranked right. I make sure they're quality players. And, uh, you know, some of the other services out there, you know, they rank four or 500 guys, Division One, where I try to keep the number to about 100 or 150 because that's actually what Ohio, uh, the state of Ohio puts out each year, about 125 Division One kids. So at the end of the day, uh, I basically I'm a grad assistant for the college coaches working on Ohio football recruiting 24-7. Just from the perspective of one of the schools that uses your service that's not Ohio State, explain to them what that entails. Okay, so if you're a Big Ten school, you get the service, and I'm required by the NCAA to be approved, so I have to go through an approval process. Then what happens is I have to send them at least four reports a year, and I have to send every single college that report at the exact same time. I can't send it to Ohio State three days ahead of time and give them the advantage over 80 other customers. Uh, I can't call Ohio State and give them a verbal, hey, watch out for this guy. It's all going to be sent out in an NCAA approved report. From there, once the report goes out, the colleges go through it, and then they'll start texting me and calling me as they go through the list. Mark, I'm looking at your report. I'm in on the uh, A prospects here, and you have a receiver ranked this, and here's what you said. Uh, Why didn't you like him, or why did you like him? Uh, blah, blah, blah. Where did you see him at? Do you really think he's as tall as he is? And from that point, you know, I can uh, go to the camps in the summer and talk with the guys on campus when the kids are working out and then we can go over prospects again and, you know, kind of finitely say, uh, why did you pick this tackle over that tackle? Because I give kids an ABC rating, not a one through 100 rating. So I may have seven linemen uh, ranked B, but there's different reasons there's a B. Maybe this kid was six, seven, and he was developmental, but I thought his upside was off the charts where I think a 6'4 kid is just as good because he runs around and plays a little better. Uh, but the college coaches will use this me throughout the year. I, I keep telling them I'm their grad assistant, call me, talk to me. And that's pretty much what I do throughout the year is field emails, phone calls, and visit campuses, uh, making sure the college coaches are basically shot straight in this process. Who subscribes to the service? Uh, the Big Ten, uh, pretty much uh, every team that recruits Ohio in the Big Ten, the whole MAC. Um, of course, I have 150 Division One kids, but I have 1,500 other kids listed. So that works out so good for the Ashland, Ohio Dominican, Lake Erie College, the uh, Fordhams and the Ivy League, Harvard and Yale, the uh, Air Force, Navy, uh, you name it, the Kentuckys and the SEC. And basically anyone within a six-and-a-half-hour drive, it seems, buys the service and then uh national uh company or national places like alabama and florida they don't recruit ohio too often so i really don't deal with them if they want a player from ohio uh they spot recruit which means they look at their board and they say oh there's no tight ends in alabama or florida or anywhere in our normal vicinity we got to go find the best tight end in the country if that road leads them to ohio they come to ohio that year and of course this year they you know got a lot the, the brown kid out of uh wayne but uh, places like that, you know, kids say all the time, I want to go to USC, I want to go to Oregon, I want to go play for Texas. They don't recruit Ohio and they don't buy scouting Ohio. And a lot of that is because they don't invite Ohio kids to their camps. They recruit within their six-hour radius. So the only time I see those colleges come in or even give me a call is when they're looking at one particular player and that happens at an anomaly-type rate like every couple of years. 
One thing that's cool, though, is in real time, you can see the coaches watch the players. So you really know who wants who. Yeah, I was going to say, there's a lot of times I know who's going to be offered sometimes weeks and days ahead of when they're going to be offered. I'll, you know, be a part of a conference call meeting where they're talking about players or where I'll know where their board is. And it's it's funny to see that fans think a college coach gets a video, he watches it, and then 10 seconds later, he's calling, you know, the kid to offer him. There, there's a big process of betting that goes on. I mean, this is, there's nine guys in a staff room. They're all watching it. They're all giving their vote. Uh, it's got to go up through the head coach. They got to call the high school coach and vet that situation. Then they call all their moles, you know, their secret people in each little area. If you're a kid from Youngstown, they probably have five well-connected guys in Youngstown. They're going to call and see if there's any dirt on you, what they've heard on you. And they want to make sure everything checks out. The last thing that they want to do is offer a kid and have that funny story come back to them after the offer. So yeah, I get to see the wheels turn and, I'm kind of sworn to a, a vow of secrecy sometimes because sometimes, you know, I may leave a meeting and think a kid's going to get offered. And then three or four days later, it doesn't happen because something happened in the vet or, you know, there was someone who, you know, uh, blackballed him. Uh, so it's, it's a neat process to see. And I hope I can shed some light on it to the Bucknuts and kind of give them a little inside peek at, you know, what's going on. Mark also has a function of his service where behind the scenes, when a coach goes in to watch a player, he's alerted to that. So he knows in real time who's being looked at and for how long. So that's true interest. We're going to take a quick break and come back and talk about some of the guys that have jumped out to Mark so far. All right, we are back. You may have heard Mark slide the term in there earlier, but it is called different humans. And this is going to be Mark's list of guys he's seen so far that have really separated themselves from the pack. If you look on the page, the links below are to his reviews of these five prospects that he's already done. All five have an Ohio State offer. Two are already on campus. One is committed. And then there are two others that you need to know about. We will start, and I'll let you just call him JT after this, with JT Tuomolau. Yeah, JT is just a special human being. I, when I was watching the film, I thought he was a little fast guy running around. But then when I found out he was 6'5 and over 300 pounds, it just blows your mind. Uh, very few people, like you're saying, these are just different humans. He's almost like a caveman where he can almost go and slap dinosaurs around. He's so big and so strong. I, you know, the, there's a comparison where he looks like a, a grizzly bear that got loose in a, a child daycare center. The way he can run through the line and it's like, oh, my gosh, what is loose on that field out there with these high school kids? If you're the mom of the opponent, you want to call the police for child abuse by the end of the game. He's just a big human in high school. He's one of those guys, you know, his play is going to transfer to college and he's going to hold up. But just such a special prospect. We'll get to the Ohioans last. The next one is his Washington State native brethren and Emeka Egbuka. Yeah, you know, the comparison I used for him, and I was scared to do it, was a, a better Chris Carter. He's got the same size as Chris Carter. The detail to his route running was off the charts in high school. It's almost like he's been running these routes for 30 years. And if you know Chris Carter, that's what he was, precision route running. And then the hands. The hands were there. He was one-handed balls in the back of the end zone. He had multiple high-level one-handed passes, not those easy floating rainbows that you one-hand or those ones you get lucky and stick. This kid could one-hand the ball and just do it naturally. Uh, very special talent. Uh, I, I can't wait to see how soon he could get on the field as a freshman at Ohio State. Uh, very special. 
right? The last out-of-state guy we're going to do, we just did him recently. And this, I keep, I've been talking about this for years. Ohio State, I would say the one bugaboo on their recruiting sheet is that they've never been able to pull the 315 pound plus plugger for the defensive line out of the South. Those guys always end up at LSU or Alabama. It seems like Walter Nolan out of Cordova, Tennessee, looks like he could be that guy and Ohio state's in the mix. You just did a report on him. Yeah. He, he looked like a big daddy, Dan Wilkinson, like you're saying over 300 pounds. It looked like he was a bowling ball, knocking down bowling pins on the video. There were times he'd run into the lead blocker, take him into another blocker, take him into the running back, knock all three of them down. Uh, he had the agility where he was pirouetting down the line, jumping over guys and hurdle. I mean, what a special athlete for 300 pounds. And you're right. This looks like one of those uh, SEC defensive linemen that ends up a first round pick in the NFL every year. We hope this guy is at Ohio State doing that for us because he's a game changer. And he was the type of kid he could collapse the pocket from inside. He could collapse, collapse the pocket from the edge. Uh, a lot of these guys we're talking about with JT and him have such versatility. You might not know where they're lined up from snap to snap, whether it's three technique, five technique, or even down at nose man. All right, let's bring it back to Ohio. And I think everyone expects this name to come up. He's been about the most well-known name in the state since he was a freshman starring on the football field and the hardwood. And that is Jack Sawyer. Yeah, I think we've been talking about him for 10 years now, it seems like. Uh, you know, everybody says it, and I said it too, Bosa. You know, you put on the film and you don't want to invoke that name because, okay, you're putting this pressure on this kid. You're putting this high bar for all the fans that think he's going to be the the end-all, be-all of defensive ends. But, boy, on high school tape, it screams Bosa. I mean, he pass rushes. He's got explosion. I like seeing him at tight end sprint down the middle of the field on the seam. I like seeing him at quarterback take off around the end. I mean, he's got amazing athletic ability for the defensive side of the ball. He's He's got linebacker-type burst and a big man's body at defensive end. Uh, we've set the bar ha- high for him. I know he's enrolled early, which – will be to his advantage getting in the weight room and getting stronger, but I can't wait to see how he pans out. And then the last name I think may surprise some people, another Ohioan, but the fifth guy on the different humans list. And we will keep having Mark on the show routinely as we add guys to the list as he scouts more dudes. But the fifth and final guy we're going to discuss is Kettering Alters, CJ Hicks. Yeah, I went to see a playoff game uh, two years ago when he was a freshman. And he was standing at corner playing as a true freshman. And I'm watching him at corner, and he's basically locking down his side of the field. And I'm, I'm writing in my notes, okay, we have an unbelievably tall 6'3 corner, and, you know, Richard Sherman type. And then, you know, you fast forward a couple of years, and he's grown up, and he looks like a linebacker or defensive end standing out there, but he still runs like a corner. I mean, the speed he has at over 200 and some pounds at 6'4", is incredible. He He's going to be a difference maker on defense where you could have him cover a tight end, lock you down. Cover a running back, lock you down. Come off the edge on, a, edge on a pass rush and do an unbelievable job with that speed. He was chasing across the field, running guys down from behind. I think he's a special talent. I think he just has so much athletic ability at linebacker. He's like a hybrid safety linebacker defensive end. He, he's almost like a three-position type player. If you had to play him at safety, you could. If you had to play him at linebacker, you could. And if you put him down on the edge, he would probably be able to do that. And I don't think there's too many players that can do all three. If you listen to this show, then you know Mark Porter is the premier source on Ohio talent. We could not be more thrilled that he has joined the fold. We've got a 
ton of cool stuff planned for the offseason. If you look below, you can read his reports on these five different humans, and we got more to come. Have a good one, Bucknutters.